Coming up, we're talking about the Marvel Cinematic Universe and ranking our least favorite to favorite movies from Phase 1. All that, maybe a little bit more. Who knows what happens in this episode of Diz Pop. This pop is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect vacation. Visit them on the web at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Well, hello, everybody. I am your host, Rhino Clavin, and in this episode of Dispop, I am joined by none other than backwards hat Craig Williams himself. Heidi ho there. And we are wearing the same clothes we've been wearing in every episode of anything that you've seen this week because we're disgusting. Yes. And also because we did a lot of pre-recording this week, so we're literally sitting in the exact same spots with the exact same lighting that was for the Universal show that I think might have actually been correct incorrect now that i'm looking at it but whoops regardless we're here we are today and uh you know it's been a while since we talked about marvel on Diz pop so i figured we were going to throw back some marvel stuff um here in in honor of the uh the forthcoming guardians of the galaxy volume 2 to be released on may 5th which i am super excited about hooked on a feeling that is the song from the first film i just got the soundtrack on vinyl on amazon 12 12.99 fun soundtrack there obviously Obviously, right? Big fan? No? I want no? you back. All right. All right. Well, for those of you who may be unaware or may not know, the Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe confis... Uh, uh, confis. confis. Con- <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> it confis. Well, it does have to deal with the Infinity Stones, which are being turned into a glove that make a fist. So... Full circle, boom, still got it. A good way to dig yourself out of that hole. It sure was. Um, so um, they, um, what's the word I'm looking for, though? They consist. Yes. Consist <laughs> of, uh, what is it, about 14 films right now with uh, several more on the horizon. Um, so you've got, uh, phase one is made up of six films. There's yes. the, uh, there's Iron Man from 2008, followed by uh, The Incredible Hulk, which was also in 2008. And then it was Iron Man 2 in 2010, uh, Thor in 2011, Captain America in 2011 as well, and then followed up with the Avengers in 2012. So that was phase one. Phase two is Iron Man 3 in 2013, Thor The Dark World 2013, Captain America The Winter Soldier 2014, Guardians of the Galaxy was also 2014, and then in 2015, you got both Age of Ultron, the second Avengers movie, and then Ant-Man capped that one off. Mm-hmm. And then we are two films into phase three, which looks to include more films than six. It's going to be, uh, so far we've gotten Captain America Civil War, so that's the third Captain America, and then Doctor Strange. Those are both from 2016 last year. And then, uh, like I said, coming up in May, we have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. In July, we've got Spider-Man Homecoming, which just released its second full-length trailer check that out you get a lot more of michael keaton was the bad guy in this one um then you later in the year in november we've got thor ragnarok that's going to be the third thor movie very excited for this one uh directed by uh what we do in the shadows uh taika watiti watiti i I never know how to say his name but very very excited for that also short-haired thor jeff goldblum kate blanchett as the uh, the villain lots of exciting things then next year um black panther in february avengers infinity war in may ant-man and the wasp in july 2019 we've got captain marvel the fourth avengers film which doesn't have a name and then spider-man homecoming will be coming out in july of that year as well so it seems like um well it doesn't seem like we all know 
the Marvel Universe is doing very well for itself. I, for one, am happy that there's more than one movie a year, and it looks to be now expanding into the three movie a year kind of a... Uh, when the quality starts to drop, that's when I think it's time to step back and say, maybe we need to do things differently. Really uh, but right now, when you consider... Well, we're going to go over some of the weakest overall, Yeah. but I think... Uh, when when we hit the Avengers, that's when everything changed. Yes, and completely agree. Since then, if you look at the two weakest movies in that time period, being uh, Thor: The Dark World and Ant Man, yeah, that's not really a bad problem to have. No, um, I agree. You know, there's it, there's been a lot of gold in the way, and I, you know. I, there's been way more good than bad about it. It's almost like a Pixar style where it's like, well, basically everything they touch at this point is going to be pretty excellent. Yeah. And it's kind of like what I, what I also enjoy is it's, it's giving them much more freedom to get out there further. So like Dr. Strange stepped into the mystical and guardians really went into the outer, like into the space opera. And um, so I'm, I'm just hopeful that they kind of keep that route of any more, guardians that's kind of its own franchise yeah. while also being tied in i like to see more of that stuff i yeah. not to dwell on it too long but doctor strange being the last one released uh and just in the past couple months came out on blu-ray i forgot how much i enjoyed that from you know i, I liked it when i was in theaters uh seeing it in theaters but then once i watched it at home with my surround sound system well, i want to know how the viewing experience at home is it like, was excellent you, it so it still really holds good. up to the movie theater experience because yeah, no, I was I, worried about I absolutely loved it. I mean, I have I don't have a super massive TV. It's only 55-inch mm-hmm. and a pretty basic sound system to go along with it. But, uh, you know, my walls were still shaken. It was it was the Visuals quite still looked the good. Oh, yeah, yeah. Visuals looked great. Um, it definitely it translated well on a home release, which I, I was concerned about that too. But yeah. it's it's flawless on it, and I just I love I love everything they're doing right now. Yeah. I have no complaints. Okay. Yeah, they're really starting to get. I'm very excited, as you you know, uh, maybe that they're filming the two Avengers movies back to back for mo- the majority of this year. That pretty much has been confirmed to include actually every character from all the movies and then some because there is even that rumor that Liv Tyler is going to be reprising the role of the uh Hulk's love interest from the first Hulk movie which we'll get back into because from Civil War Thaddeus Ross um William Hurt reprised his William Hurt right mm-hmm. reprised his role um as Thaddeus Ross for that film which I liked I liked because it brought it around and it kind of acknowledged like we had a movie back there a little bit that had a good actor in it, and we kind of want to pull that guy out of there. But um, but anyway, so I thought it would be fun if we kind of ranked the um, the Phase 1, and then yeah. in a couple weeks, right before we get to Guardians 2, we could rank Phase 2 as well. Um, and then uh, we'll do a little review, obviously, when that comes out of Guardians Volume 2. And maybe I was thinking at that point we could do an overall ranking too. No. Because... I, I, I know that seems like a lot of ranking, but they're, it's like what Craig said, is that Marvel is in such a different territory now than when it started that I want to... I'm curious, you know, like, where all the... what everyone used to think was the best one sits. And, you know, and you can debate, like, is Guardians of the Galaxy the best Marvel movie? Is Winter Soldier the best? Is Civil War the best? You know, like, what's the best? You know, it's it. I love that there's even that argument that could be made that it's all apples and oranges at this yeah. point, too. You know, and, I, like, I look forward to Black Panther, you know, incredibly incredible uh, 
lineup of actors signed on for that film. Um, I'm right there with you. I just you. hope that that delivers now with the, you know what I mean? It's so heavy loaded with such Oscar caliber. I don't, I don't want to even say Oscar, oh, but. No, I will say that. That's the one trending thing that has gone along with uh, basically every Marvel movie. It's taking Oscar caliber actors and putting it in it. It's, there have been rare examples where they haven't really gone for that type of actor. Like I, I'll say with Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, Chris Pratt was a great casting choice, and now he's looked at completely differently. Yeah. But at that point, he was still basically that guy from Parks and Rec. Yeah. That chubby guy who was getting really skinny for Guardians of the yeah. Galaxy. Um, and he lost all that weight for Zero Dark Thirty, yeah. and you're like, I remember that photo of him in his underpants. And you know, knowing that Vin Diesel and Bradley Cooper were doing voices, those were kind of like the two of the biggest touted things in Zoe Saldana. She didn't do like, anything bad, but... You're like, Lieutenant Uhura is doing another yeah. space movie? This is her third space movie. Avatar, Star Trek. She was launching yeah. onto franchises. And, um, and then, you know, just having random names thrown in, like John C. Riley mm-hmm. being in there, uh, Glenn, Glenn Close. Close. Yeah. Like, those kind of added to it, but weren't, weren't like the mainstays on it, but it, it ended up being fantastic and i think i think actually dr strange not to go back on it benedict cumberbatch rachel mcadams uh chiwetel ejiofor uh we're forgetting the big one who benjamin bratt yes yes that's it benjamin (laughs) bratt yeah um tilda swinton tilda swinton there it is tilda swinton playing benjamin bratt playing the (laughs) (laughs) looking like a dog um no just that that is the example that was all oscar caliber yeah, and that's true. look how it turned out. So, yeah. did we mention um, the villain in that movie? Did we talk about uh Oh my gosh, no, Hannibal um, Lecter. Uh, yeah. Gosh, why is his name evading me right now? I love him. Um, I know that's the sad part. The crying guy from Casino Royale, and uh, it's like I can see the name, and I like I am a fan of his. And uh, my goodness, are you trying to figure it out without typing it in? I'm trying to type very quietly. Oh, okay. Wow. Because Let's I just go. literally my watch can't just think hit of the it. Microphone. it my uh, my brain is Mads Mikkelsen. Mads, yeah. Boom. Got it before he typed it in. Uh, I'm so proud of myself. My brain is fried. We've recorded so many things. Yeah, today. it's been a long day. But um, so we're going to talk about Phase One today, which kicked it off with Iron Man back in 2008. And um, when this was coming out, uh, I had no clue this was going to be connected to a larger universe. I don't think they made that very public at that point because. Marvel had not been bought by Disney yet. It was still being distributed by uh, all the all the movies in Phase One, with the exception of the Avengers, were distributed by Paramount. Um, it, Avengers was the first one that was solely Disney. The rest yeah. um, had Avengers, and I believe Iron Man Three was the final one to be distributed by um, by Disney because that was the one that followed immediately after the Avengers. That was in 2013. Um, I could be, I could be a little bit off. Wait, sorry, I missed your last part there. I said that um, that Disney finally came on board distributing when it got to the Avengers, um, and then Iron Man three was the last venture with Paramount. After that, no more were. No, I believe Iron Man three was the was the first one that was solely Disney branded. Avengers, while Disney distributed it, Paramount still got the credit for it. 
I'm going to double check only because I've recently watched Iron Man 3 and I thought I remember the stars flying down in the beginning. I could be wrong about Iron Man 3, but I know Iron Man 3 was a Disney Blu-ray release. No, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not I'm not saying it wasn't. I think it was the last one that yeah. was it was a co okay. co thing, but it yeah. does say distributed by Disney. So yeah. maybe some you might be I might just I watched them in a row, so I don't I don't remember, but um, yeah, so you're right. So, okay, so maybe The Avengers was the last one then. Um, the first one, excuse yeah. me. Um, which is great, because I remember when Disney, like, that day that news broke, that Disney had just bought Marvel for, like, $4 billion. And I was like, good Lord, $4 billion, and you, you're not giving any of us cast members a raise? I was very jaded and working at Disney at this point already. And, but, um, but, yeah. But I was I also got that feeling. I was like, oh, no, these are all going to become extremely family-oriented because before this, we had we had Spider-Man, you know, three Spider-Man movies. Two were amazing. One was okay. And, um, you know, a little less than okay. And Blade. We had three Blade movies that are just three Blade movies. So you don't need to really kind of, you know, we had our X-Men franchise was going at this point. I think The Last Stand had already come out. Maybe the Wolverine hadn't come out yet. So it was also like there wasn't a lot of great things happening yeah. in the marvel family just around that fantastic time. four oh you're right yeah you did love the silver surfer you did tell me that was chris one you wish they went back to so imagine this but all over god how did he redeem himself when they cast him <laughs> as captain america i remember being so angry because i was like is this guy gonna play all superheroes because john krasinski was also up for the part from the office and i was like he looks like steve rogers and then since then i have i will say that i i am in love with uh with uh oh my god chris evans chris evans i he, was gonna say steve rogers chris, but evans, I meant chris evans is america yeah he it, is like, a real he, life captain america. he is so um which is great so I, i'm re- i think everybody's been well cast as everything yeah. along the board um so like i said it started with iron man in 2008 directed by john favreau who at this point had he directed uh favreau 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 how do you say it favreau 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 what did i say Favaroo. Favaroo, I believe. Favaroo, like a kangaroo. Uh, anyway, he directed Elf at this point and uh, Swingers, right? He had done that. Yes, the Swingers was his breakout. Yes. Um, but um, this movie went on to make $585.2 million at the box office and I believe was the first movie to break the original Spider-Man's uh, opening weekend. Uh, which was like 117 million, and then this went on to do somewhere over that. But this was a big surprise. No one expected Iron Man to be this big of a movie. No, uh, I, I, I didn't even see it in theaters. It was when it hit really? uh, when it hit home release, and the hype was still going on. It's like okay, I have to give it a try now. I was, I mean, I was, I was getting to the point where I was burnt out on bad comic book movies. Yeah, that's and, true. So that's why I didn't give it a chance. Robert Downey Jr., you know, while he's had some really great acting credits in his career, uh, he wasn't like it wasn't like now when you see yeah. Robert Downey Jr., Sherlock Holmes, Robert Downey Jr., whatever. Exactly. It was kind of like I knew we all knew who yeah. he was, but it was like he hadn't like, been in a hit movie. Wasn't he that guy that had kind of some problems in his life? Yeah, it was that guy on Ellen McBeal. You know, didn't we just went through all of that with uh, Mickey Rourke? So I, I wasn't ready to open up another troubled past individual well, person in my life. You had to get ready by Iron Man 2, though. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so it was him. Um, but I remember a big deal being made about this movie um, because it was like Jeff Bridges had signed on. And you're like, oh, my goodness, Jeff Bridges is going to be playing this guy. And Gwyneth Paltrow's in it. And, um, and obviously John Favreau. 
Favreau. Uh, Fab- he, anything f- but Favreau is okay. Favreau. Uh, he's, uh, or as I like to call him, Monica's boyfriend. Um, he, you know, the is in the movie fighting as well. Champion. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, Terrence Howard. Uh, so I remember getting a lot of like write-ups in the in the in the theater or whatever. And of course, it's got the reveal at the end of the movie that's got Sam Jackson as Nick Fury in it, and that was the kind of like what where he introduces the idea of the Avengers. And so then you're starting to realize. Then followed up uh, immediately after this was a not so great movie, um, The Incredible Hulk, starring Edward Norton. This movie was directed by Louis Latier, the director of Clash of the Titans, um, the 2010 version of that. But uh, he'd done some other films. But um, this one only made 263.4 million at the box office. So not as successful as. Iron Man 1, and also a semi-reboot of the Eric Bana Hulk. I think that one's just called Hulk. That one is just Hulk. And then this one's The Incredible yeah, Hulk. I uh, I have nothing good to say about this movie. No. Or I, or Hulk. I didn't mind <laughs> Edward Norton as the Hulk, but it was it was one of those movies where like the other one was so ugh, that this one was like, I guess this one's okay. Unpopular opinion. Well, I actually, I don't mind the first Hulk movie. Oh, I didn't get to say it yet. Edward oh. Norton overrated actor oh my yeah no i'm saying it what he is but what i i can't uh, overrated oh my gosh you're hurting my feelings like not my like i i'm gonna no one puts on fight club and says you know what edward norton's just killing it i that's my unpopular opinion i don't like fight club that much. you're allowed you're allowed to be that way you're allowed to say that but um you know American History X was like his breakout thing, wasn't it? It was it was it, Rounders. It's a tough movie to watch, Primal but Fear. it's a good movie. Um but yeah, he's just he's kind of been just like one step below what he could always be. And this is how he was in the Incredible Hulk, and that's why I'm glad that things did not work out. Okay, if I'm being hundred percent honest, I am looking up his uh acting creds right now, and there is nothing on here that I'm really like, ah, I should be blown away by this man. Other than, like, I really enjoy Primal Fear and Rounders. And I'm just like, you're right. Like, nothing really ever gets to that, like, oh, there's that movie. He's overrated. Well, anyway. <laughs> um, so, anyway, that's fine. Liv Tyler was in that. The, the Like I said, the rumors, they're bringing her back. So, then that was followed up. That was 2008. And then uh, the next thing we got after that was, uh, what? It was the next Iron Man movie already. Dose. Yeah, and uh, again, directed by John Favreau, uh, Favreau, whatever. I'm not going to say his name anymore. Um, that one went on to do 623.9 million in the box office, so not too shabby. But it did not receive as good of reviews as the first one. No, no, it wasn't as good. Um, it's it just it made that money based on how good the first one was. Yeah, and um, it had Sam Rockwell in the second one. Yeah. They replaced Terrence Howard with. Um, Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle, who I do enjoy. Don Cheadle. Yeah. But um, it Mickey Rourke, we talked about, was the villain. And but you did get to see Scarlett Johansson. With as, the introduction of the Black yeah. Widow. I would say, which which I would argue is the best part of the movie, is yeah. the introduction of her character. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that one, it doesn't really... It's a weird... I also really don't like movies where the, 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 the saving grace of the movie is invented. We had this yeah. thing we learned about in screenwriting... Where um, if you, if the idea is invented, then it's it doesn't have that same um, 
payoff in the end because it's not real. It's not yeah. realistic. And he, oops, I am sorry, bill collectors. Um, and uh, it, 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 so for me, it doesn't have the payoff because he's like, here, I'm going to invent a new, a new, uh, um, element or whatever he does to get rid of the, yeah. the I, poisoning in his system. Yeah, I. It's not perfect. It's definitely not the worst. Um, it's it's just it's flawed to follow to have to be the follow up to such a great yeah first chapter in a series. It just it was never gonna live up. The finale is uh, not that great. It. It's not a very rewarding finale either. No. I feel like, but it's so, just it's a mixed movie. It's not a bad movie. It's just compared to what they've done since, it's not that great. Yeah. And then um, next was Thor mm-hmm. in 2011, directed by Kenneth Branagh. This one went on for $449.3 million. And um, this one introduced not only Thor, but we also um, uh, we got to our first look at Hawkeye as well. Had a, his cameo yes. in this movie. Um, but, uh, yeah, Thor was okay. Uh, I, 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 we'll get to the ranking of it, I guess. But Thor for me was like, I liked it because it was simple. It was a very kind of simple plot. That introduced a character that I didn't really know much about, um, and I liked Chris Hemsworth as Thor. I liked, you know, um, uh, obviously everyone loves Loki. You okay, know, everyone yeah. loves so Tom Hiddleston. here we go. Chris Hemsworth in it. Tom Hiddleston, Natalie Portman, Anthony Hopkins, Stellan Skarsgård, yeah, Skarsgård, yeah. Uh, Idris Elba. Like, I always forget about Idris Elba. Where do you go movies. wrong? Even Renee Russo. Uh, mm-hmm. As much as I dislike her for several <gasps> the TV Thomas shows. The Brown Affair? No. Oh, okay. As, let me say the name, Ms. Jamie Alexander. What's that? Blind Spot. Oh, no. She on that show? Oh, Jamie Alexander. Yeah, yes. God, I hate that show. She is that show. How uh, have you already pushed your mind out of that? Because I don't want to know that it still exists in the world. And then my least favorite person in this cast, though, like, I wish I could never have to hear her voice again, Kat Dennings. Oh my god, really? Yes. You don't like two broke girls? It is a crap show. <laughs> well, anyway, I don't For anyone who's saying that I have bad taste because I didn't like Beauty and the Beast, two broke girls. <laughs> How does that exist? Uh, because people on CBS it's like love the dirty jokes and that's what that show is exists on. Just dirty joke after dirty joke, but um I don't like the other girl on that show, but uh, anyway, so that, well, that was Thor, and then that introduced us to probably the worst female actress in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which is Natalie Portman, um, because she just didn't want to do it after that movie, so she kind of phoned it in for the next one, and I think she's done being in any of them, and they're going to have to explain that in the next Thor movie, because Thor 2 ends with him being with Jane at her house, so I'd be interested to see what they come up with there. Yeah, it's a shame there, but let's be real. Uh you know, we already had Terrence Howard out and bring in Don Cheadle. Yeah. So it's not like it's, it's not, not like the universe is completely yeah, it's yeah. not solid in replacing actors. So I'm well, not how do you feel about the movie itself? The Thor movie. The first I one. love it. You uh, like the first one? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think it, between another example of uh Oscar award winning cast being a great placed production in here, yeah. uh Kenneth Branagh is mm-hmm. just you know, while his acting can be hit or miss, I think as a director, he's he's got chops. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, it does have almost a, a Shakespearean style to oh, it. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's just, 
It's entertaining. Chris Hemsworth is great in it. I love that his character has become funnier over time. Mm-hmm. Uh, very serious in this one. Um, but yeah, the, the movie's got a great balance of action, humor, and that that tension. It was running a good, throughout. Yeah, it. it was a good start to the Thor franchise yeah. for sure. Um, and then that was followed up with Captain America: The First Avenger, directed by Joe Johnson, who directed. Jumanji, which I love, and Jurassic Park 3, which I hate. So um, it's a I have polarized feelings with this man. I think he's terrible. Bum, bum, bum. Um, I don't know, but I'm sure I'm going to get like, oh, the Rocketeer. Um, but I don't know. Um, this one movie was, again, like I said, just to be very paramount, but the box office, this one did $370.6 million, and this was the immediate precursor to the Avengers because essentially the finale of this movie is the beginning of the Avengers. You know, it has... Nick Fury coming to uh, Steve and saying, like, hey, times are changing. We need your help. And um, so regardless how I feel about this movie, which I will go into, I think, when we rank them, I'm going to save my feelings on this one until we rank them. It's a it's it's tough. Um, It's it's to me, it's just it's 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 a movie that is made out of montages. It's all montages. It's got great characters. And I love Stanley Tucci. Unfortunately, he's only in that one. I love yeah. I love Tommy Lee Jones. Unfortunately, he's only in that one. And I, I love I like um, Chris Evans as Steve Rogers, you know. But there's there's very little, very little um, story arcs in that movie that are completed at yeah. all. And I, it's, it relied on the other movies to go yeah. back and fix that. I, I would say of of um, of the first Avenger, I love, even though it kind of still creeps me out. Skinny Chris Evans. Uh, digitally enhanced. Yeah, I know it's weird, right? Um, that's still I could cre- do this all day. Um, <laughs> like that voice isn't coming out of you. Yeah, it it really it gives me the heebie-jeebies. But <laughs> you know, I love that whole first sequence of the movie going up through his transformation and then the yeah. start of training. It's it's really the last. Uh, it's the last third of the movie. Um, it just falls just, apart. It falls apart so much that it leaves a sour taste yeah. in your mouth for everything that just happened before. Um, and you know, I the Avengers then comes along and completely changed my thoughts and opinions. Oh, yeah. on, on Captain America because at the end of this movie, at the end of First Avenger, I really disliked I was Captain like, God, America. I don't like, and they and I knew that Captain America was going to be like the leader because that's what they had said. They had like kind of anchored it through his perspective, yeah. and I was like, "Oh, great! I hate this guy." And yeah. you're right. Like this, this next one comes along, and you're like, "God, I actually really like Steve Rogers." You yeah. know. And so I think that's that's the genius of where Captain America two and three went too is that they just brought it into this whole new level where you're like, "Ah." Oh, now, you're, now everyone's Team Cap. Where oh. I like before, I would be like, no, Iron Man. All you know me, I'm Team Cap. I think I'm still Team Iron Man, but not in Civil War. I do agree with him in Civil War, but, but anyway, okay. So well, let's get to the ranking then. Okay, we're starting from the least, going to the top. So my number six, The Incredible Hulk. Agree. It's just it's not it's not great. The effects don't hold up. It was actually on TV recently, um, and the just I don't care. The bad guy Hulk, I forgot what its name is called. The, the Abomination, I think. Yeah. It just I don't care about any of the stuff in it. Is that Eli Roth as the bad guy in that movie too? I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I again I have not seen it um, since <laughs> it originally came out. Uh, Tim Roth. Tim Roth, not Eli Roth. Um, yeah, I, I watched it when it first came out. Only time I saw it. Yeah, me too. Movie theater, and then I tried to watch pieces of it again. And yeah, I no, do, I no. wish they could 
can we like get Marvel to officially drop this from the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Well, see, I like posthumously. I like that they brought back the Thaddeus Ross character. But that's really, I'm like, okay, don't touch the movie anymore. Just leave it over there, and nobody wants to talk about it. Because um, that's how I feel about it. it. It, to me, is an example of, it was when The Fast and the Furious was at its worst. It, this was a similar movie to, like, the worst Fast and the Furious movie. Whereas, like, now it's had your turnaround that Craig loves. But it was, like, that I point do. where you were, like, the other movies have to go back and save the earlier movie. Fate of the Furious, April know, 14th. very excited. Um, so I will try and watch them all. Oh my gosh, that's like next weekend. Yeah. Maybe I can watch them all and then do a thing. But, um, okay, number five, I have Captain America First Avenger. Okay. What do you have? What do I have there? Iron Man 2. <gasps> you think, you dislike Iron Man 2 more than yep. Captain America? I, it, it goes back while I enjoy, um, while I enjoy, Tony Stark in Iron Man, when he's bouncing off other characters, a lot of other characters, I feel like in the Iron Man movies, it's too, it is his story, so it's too reliant on him. Mm-hmm. I don't like his character. You don't like Iron Man? No. Oh my gosh. I don't. I like him as part of the group because everyone has their their own individual traits and quirks. His is grating to me, the same way that Captain America leaving his movie his first movie, I thought that, you know, I thought he was grading. It was like kind of a battle between both of those. And then to throw Thor in there, I really like Thor's character. Mm-hmm. So kind of leaving before we got to the Avengers of those three characters, I was, I was all about Thor. Okay. Well, how about where would you put Iron Man three versus Iron Man two above it? Right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Just yeah. checking, just making sure. Well, I'm so one, three, two. I I'm, I'm three, one, two. I like the third one the best, but I really like Guy Pierce too. So, um, but um, and I also like that humor route that the Marvel movies ended up taking. Yeah. I feel like it's very present in the third movie. That's not bad. It's just one. It's, one is still a classic. Well, for movie. me, the third one is a great end to the arc. And if we had never seen an Iron Man appear in another movie again, it would have been like ah, oh, the end. Yeah, but for me, if you end, if you take all three of those movies and say one has to stand alone and be its own movie out of the Marvel Cinematic Universe as a whole. Okay, the I only one that. you could do that with is Iron Man 1. Okay. Well, um, so I had Iron Man 2 for number four. So what was your number four? Captain America First Adventure. Okay, yeah. So, again, we already talked about the issues with these two movies. Yeah. Iron Man 2, for me, is just like no payoff. You, you know, it's just kind of the invented things. Yeah. So my number three, I have Thor. Okay. What do you have? I have Iron Man there. Oh, yeah. I'm a I'm a huge I'm a huge Thor fan. Okay, that's I why I I can't wait I can't wait for Ragnarok. Um, I'm still trying to heal the wounds from Dark World. Yeah, I, just, um. I Dark World's probably one of my least favorite in the Marvel franchise, yeah. to be honest with you, because it was the moment when I was like, I think I don't like fantasy this far. I probably from put reality. Iron Man two above Dark World, so I'd still put Captain America um, down at the bottom. But yeah, I. Iron Man, great movie, but something about Thor. Thor feels like a mature movie compared to Iron Man. Okay, I really there's something about it just gets me. It's got it's got yeah I can I can see that. So yeah. I had Iron Man for number two, um, and then so we obviously both had the same for the first one, which is the Avengers. The Avengers, because honestly, I would even if we were doing our top like three or four movies of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I think the first Avengers is still up there for me. Um, I. 
in I my opinion still hasn't changed since it's kind of time has passed. I still think the one and two movies are uh, the Avengers or Captain America uh, Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier. Yeah. One of those well, two. I, I like Guardians quite a bit, but I, but I understand where you're coming from too. Guardians is great. I I Guardians would probably be my number three, with Civil War being my number four. We'll get to that when we do that episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard not but, to. But but um, with Adventures, uh, with Avengers and uh, and uh, Winter Soldier, it's mm-hmm. just which movie you prefer. Do you prefer prefer the political spy thriller? Or do you prefer the all-out group adventure. action yeah. group adventure movie? Um, that's I think both of these films are also it, yeah. written and directed by the same, like like the brothers, the Rousseau brothers. I yeah. think wrote um, Winter Soldier as well as directed it. I'm not 100 percent sure, did. but okay, because jo- Joss Whedon wrote and yeah. directed the Avengers, and it seems like when people are doing that, yeah. we, those are the movies we're connecting yeah. with. What, one of the greatest things. Um, you know, screen uh, screen junkies, film mm-hmm. junkie does the honest the trailers. Honest trailers. Okay. When they said that when they wrote and directed uh, Winter Soldier, they did it with the mindset of they wanted to make a they wanted to make a movie that honest trailers couldn't pick anything apart from. <laughs> and of course, they still did. Awesome. But they went and they sat down, and so all the points, all the points that they brought up, like with Winter Soldier, like, well, why did you do? You said that in there for the honest trailers, and then they explained the decisions that they had ah, behind it to say they made it an, an honest trailer proof movie, and um, it's it's really it's really really good. But the Avengers by far phase one, it's still it still may be the best Marvel. It movie. just it hits on every note. It every character's got great moments in it. It's got I, I think Loki's really great villain that is motivated by another villain that has become this overarching thing of the cinematic universe it's like star trek 2009 the jj abrams star trek that i think is 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 i put these movies in the same level of they are excellent um character pieces like they do really well to give each character their time to shine and explain why they're members of a group and the adventure that they're on is phenomenal and on top of that then you throw in so it's got great dialogue in the film yep. and then it's got wonderful camera work that oh, yeah. has really exciting camera work and um you know it, it, it's got the right amount of humor with the right amount of loss um you know yeah. you, so you it's it's fun it's exciting there's stakes there because joss whedon does that really well if anybody knows you know any of his other things serenity um buffy uh, firefly any of that stuff you know you know that no characters are safe either and so it's just he He's a master at that. And so for me, this movie is like a 90% movie, easy. Um, you know, it's definitely one of the better superhero oh, yeah. movies, period. Um, shawarma. Oh, yeah. God, that's it. Yeah. You guys see that shawarma thing? I'm going to have to watch Avengers after this, too, now that we've talked about it so much. Um, but uh, it just, yeah, I agree with you. 100%. Still one of the best Marvel movies. Um, yes. I do think the second one did not hold up to this one as well. There's a lot he's talked about with that, that he said um, it had to do with the studio got too heavily involved with trying to make him set up other plot points to go with instead of just being like, make your own movie, Joss, and and do your thing. And I think maybe they've even learned from that and kind of stepped back a little bit again. But, but, you know, it was the one – it's the one that – I, I think it's the pole holding up this tent that is the Marvel Cinematic Universe still. Yeah, I don't we would not be seeing the movies we are seeing today if it wasn't for how spectacular the Avengers was and how well it did at the box office. Yeah. It, it everything would be different. I, I don't I don't know if Guardians of the Galaxy would have made it to a release. 
That's a, that's a good um, point. There's just a lot of things that could have been very different if the Avengers wasn't the smash that it yeah. was. You know Joss Whedon's doing the Batgirl movie now, too, or Batwoman. Batgirl or Batwoman, I don't remember which character. I think it's Batgirl, but because they're two different characters. I, I'm not... I don't care about DC anymore. Yeah, but Joss Whedon. I, I think that's their DC way of anymore. trying to be like, we're going to heal some damage. Um, so we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, but... So that's our list. Um, you know, uh, again, agree, disagree. I'm curious what your list is. Again, the, the, this is just for phase one. Um, so let us know either in the comments section below, tweet at us, Dispop Show, um, or however else you want to communicate with us, you're welcome to. Um, but yeah, so that's our ranking. Um, let us know your rankings, what your favorite um, movie is in this this phase one area, and what your least favorite one is. Um, and I think that'll do it for this episode. Thank you for joining me and conversing with me. I know you've been in a lot of these episodes lately. I apologize. Oh, thank you for having me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so until next time, that'll do it for this episode of Dispop.